What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Business Breakthrough. In today's episode, I sit down with Lawrence, a brand new concrete coating business owner, ready to take his business to the next level. Uh, he's already made the necessary investments in the right equipment, uh, the right marketing, and he just wants to refine some things to take uh, to take the business to the to the to the heights of which uh, he dreams of. So, this is such a great episode of talking about a want-based service like concrete coating and learning how to build value in a way that helps separate from the competition. So you guys are going to love this episode. Uh, the Business Breakthrough starts right now. Contractors all over the world are wanting more, more time, more freedom, more impact. The way we do this is through implementing systems, processes, standards. Welcome to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Here we hit business strategy, coaching, mindset, motivation, the tools you need for success. So strap in, listen up, and get ready to grow on the Contractor Secrets Podcast. All right, what's going on, everyone? I'm here with Lawrence Portnoy of Performance Floors and Coding. Uh, just started the business. Exciting. Congrats. Uh, really, man, you know, the first thing I always like to do when I kick these off is ask you, you know, what's what's going well so far in your in your uh, your new, new venture and what's, what's an area of the business that, uh, you want to hit on today? Um, I mean, what's going well is, you know, basically, you know, I just got my website done. Um, I just been in business for about a month and a half, okay. you know, did, did a few jobs. Uh, I got an employee, you know, I got one guy so far. Um, and, uh, you know, it looks like, uh, you know, we're, we're starting off right. Uh, you know, I'm trying to be patient because I know, you know, when you start up, you don't really have many lead sources. So um, Service Legends is something that I just signed up for. We're supposed to go live by next week. Okay. Uh, but I mean, I don't want to wait around for a week, not really do anything. Um, I don't really have any jobs lined up yet. So, I mean, like yesterday, last couple of days, I went out. Um, you know, I got hang tags, door tags, or just putting people in people's mailbox, just marketing right. myself like as that, much yeah. as I can. Meantime, sure. you know, I try to go to like retirement communities and stuff. Maybe they're not up to like, the social media phase and stuff, you know, cause can I ask you a question. Yeah. When you went and knocked on the door, did you bring anything with you? Um, so I live in Florida. I live in, in, in Tampa, uh, okay. West chase area specifically. So okay. it's, it, it, I, you can get a lot more done instead of just going through the door and just dropping them off in the mailboxes, you know? So oh, I didn't kind of really, just, yeah, you kind of just did a, did a mail drop. Just did a mail drop. Yep. In everyone's mailbox, you know, I got, brought a couple of business cards. I ended so up actually talking to somebody. Good, man. So what's interesting about concrete coatings, you know, and here's here, right off the bat, I'm thinking, man, like, you know, you've got to have a sample set up ready. I don't know. Do you have one? I do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do have a couple of uh, samples, pictures and stuff like that. Uh, like um, actual, no, like actual, like, did you like paint some like concrete on a, you have that set up? I do. Yep. I have a, have, I have an actual like a uh, little, little concrete. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Huge. Right. Being able to, being able to show them the value, scratch it, you know, bang on it, you know, it's, you know, because it's a luxury item man. you're selling a, you're selling a commodity, you know, nothing right. that's really like a need you know? Um, so the more you can get people to buy into it. And I think tangibility is so big in that industry, it's going to be huge, but continue, man. You're doing your, you're keep going with your story. So yeah, you're, you're hustling, mean, you're on, the, you got your boots on the ground, man. So, you know, have you done I, any jobs yet? How many jobs have you done? I'd say about five, six jobs. How'd so you learn far. how to do it? 
uh youtube youtube what uh yeah. what, what uh system are you using uh so a flake floor you know okay. just uh, basically a, a base coat of epoxy and then you know grinding it down base coat of epoxy what are you using to grind it um i use a, a wolfpack grinder where you where'd you get it you renting it or did you easy, buy it? Easy concrete supply so okay. I, I i so i'm from new jersey originally you know i was in the car business for a long time um and uh, you know i just moved down here to florida and realized okay you know i, I don't want to be working on sundays and <laughs> you know and own a, basically just continue owning a job yeah so that's where i was like you know what there's out you know in this, yeah. in this state there's opportunity for business so might as well try and get into it so I, I, you know, I invested a little bit of money into equipment and trailer that way I figured, you know, if okay. I can, at least if I can get everything, you know, like A to Z and, you know, if I'm ready yeah. to go A to Z, well, as soon as I get a job, snap of a Boom. finger, I'm, I'm good. good to go. Yeah. Yeah. Pick up the pieces later, man. It's awesome. So you have your own grinder, you have yep. your own trailer. Oh man, you're set up yep. for success. So a couple of things that, you know, that come to mind in terms of like marketing, like you already have a, a good marketing company, uh, service legend helping you out, you know, so that's going to be good. You never want to rely on a marketing company though. You always want to, you know, like you, like you said, you don't want to just sit around and wait, you know, there's definitely some interesting, uh, areas that, you know, you should hit on with, uh, with, with concrete coatings. Have you been to any trade shows locally, like home shows, like things like that? Have you, have you had a chance to peek into some of the neighborhoods and see, if they do any home shows for the tenants, a lot of retirement communities do them in the, uh, in the rec rooms that they have. Have you, have you had a chance to peek into any of that? Um, no, I haven't, you know, that's a good idea though. Um, I tried yeah. emailing a couple of builders and stuff to see okay. if I can, you know, get in with them, but that's definitely a good idea. I should, you know, take a yeah, look. I at mean, it. the home shows are great, man. Like just simply because like, again, it's like you have, you know, nothing but homeowners walking through seeing your booth, you know, just, just planning ahead, you know, it's going to be something that you're going to want to do. Um, how, did you create a Google, you know, Google listing? Is that something they're helping you with and all that? Uh, yeah. So that just finished, uh, getting a website done, um, okay. Google ads, you know, they're done. Um, Facebook, you know, all the social media stuff that's done really good niche for you right now on Facebook would be Facebook marketplace. So mm -hmm. you could go on, put an item for sale with, with a photo of a before and after that you've done on an epoxy garage floor. When I used to do epoxy garage floors, dude, I used to get messages just off of that. I sold quite a bit. I don't do them anymore, but I sold quite a bit just, just from, just from doing that. So that's good. You know, again, getting into the local word of mouth groups on Facebook, really like, you know, you can hit maybe a hundred mailboxes in two hours or whatever that is, or you could just post a couple things on Facebook and probably, you know, probably be a little more effective. Um, just simply because, you know, again, this is a commodity people see before and after, and they're interested in what it would be. Um, you know, so if I were, you know, I'm just curious, you know, when it comes to you having an employee, you said you already hired somebody, you know, what's that dynamic looking like right now with you not having any work? What's, you know, what's. So he's got, he, he's got a, he, he he's actually he he has a like a demolition company you know okay. he, well he he works with one and stuff so he picks up side jobs in the meantime and he's a you know i kind of set the expectations right away like i'm not going to get you know jobs all the time but there was a week that we were fully booked every single day um and you know we did one to two day you know jobs recently um right. and, and he's able to go i mean he actually called me yesterday and that kind of motivates me when he says hey like you know i want to work you know, do we have anything uh, planned and stuff? So, 
That's Love when that. I was like, you know, I got to, I got to get out there and, and find yeah, other. That's so good. That's the push, man. I love that. I talk about that a lot, actually. I mean, you have, you know, if you work alone, you don't really have that, that motivational push of someone else counting on you. So, I mean, a lot of the things that you've done are things that I like to tell people to do, man. You already, you know, you're, you're preparing for the growth. You're, you got the, you know, you got the employee in place before you're even ready for the employee. You got the marketing in place you know, to propel your growth, really, like you said, you're in limbo, kind of just like, you know, what can I do in the meantime? Um, you know, I think that, honestly, like, you know, if you have the resources for it, Thumbtack, sign up for Thumbtack, sign up for Angie, because again, like, man, like you want to get as many leads as possible, no matter where they come from, you know, it doesn't matter who they're coming from, if you can swing it, you know, because again, like, you're going to fill the gaps, you know, in, in the lack of marketing that you may be getting early on, you're going to make up for that in what Angie leads provides you. Because right now, as we sit here, somebody's interested in garage floor coating and they're going to go online today and they're going to, you know, they're going to look for garage floor coating in your area. Right. And it's like, right. who's going to get it, you know? Um, so just being omnipresent is going to be key. Um, you know, in terms of the sales aspect, you know, have you, have you lost any jobs yet? I mean, have you done estimates and, you know, not sold it? What does that look like? I have. Um, so I've done an estimate, you know, I always follow up with everybody, you know, even, you know, even the next day or two days later, Hey, just touching base with you. You know, I sent you an estimate, you know, what, what's your thoughts, you know, what do you, what do you want to do just to fill them out, you know, see what's sure. going on. Um, and, uh, you know, I've gotten quotes, like somebody's 500 bucks less than me. Okay. You know, um, and so let me ask you a question. Like, yeah, I'm just curious. Like, when someone when he, when they say that, what was your response? Um, I mean, you know, I'm sure they did. They probably got something less, but I really try and find out what is it that they got. You know, are they using the same products? Or you got to compare apples to apples. Are they using 100% solids epoxy? You know, are they using a legit company, or is it just a handyman from Craigslist that you yeah. know? Is, saying I'll paint your floors with Rust-Oleum, you know? Sure. Um, what exactly are they getting? Are they talking about a full-on prep? Are they giving them a warranty? Are they, you know, just comparing apples to apples? Um, so let me ask you a question again. When you go in and do the, uh, do the estimate, can you walk me through what your sales process looks like? So get a lead, call them. I try and sell the appointment, not, not the product. You know, sell the appointment, trying, you know, find a way to get them. I get there. Yep. I get them. I meet them. You know, hey, I'm Lawrence, you know, welcome. But, you know, give my business card, say hello. Um, then I, you know, kind of say, all right, I'll take a few minutes. I'm just going to go over your garage, look at everything. I bring like a, a you know, picks with me to check the floor of the concrete. I got a moisture uh, tester to make sure that I'm testing for moisture. Um, I, I got a, you know, I bought like a digital, um, uh, the, the measurement. Uh, the laser measurement. So taking measurements, going over a couple of things. And then, uh, you know, they'll kind of just either hang around, they'll go inside, come back in. That only takes a few minutes. And when they come back out, you know, some, Hey, you know, I got a couple of minutes. I want to go over the options with you. Usually they say, yeah, definitely. And either they'll walk me into their home or, you know, sometimes somebody instead of their front porch, whatever, whatever they're comfortable with. All right. And uh, so here's a, here's what, you know, the condition of your floor, I'll let them know what they have now, you know, Hey, okay. So it looks like you have uh, a, a coating now that's peeling or you have some moisture, you don't have moisture, whatever it is. Let me go over your options. The first thing that we do is we use 
in epoxy, you know, base coat, you know, but before that we come out and we prep the surface. That way we can provide you the right coating that's going to last you a long time. You know, I tell them, come in, we're going to grind everything down A to Z. Um, you know, we I show them before and after pictures of the grinding part you know, what it looks like, what, you know, and I explained to them why we grind it down to get a clean surface for them. Then I explained to them the next process is going to be uh, us vacuuming everything with a HEPA vacuum that's not going to allow dust into your home to protect you, um, make them feel welcome that way. Then I tell them we put down a base coat of epoxy. Then I let them know after that base coat of epoxy, what that's going to do, I, you know, feature benefit, I let them know that the benefit, it's going to, it's a moisture barrier. It's going to protect any kind of moisture from going through, and that's going to be your kind of a, a base coat. Over that, we put declarative flakes of your choice. You know, I have a color. I have some palettes with me. I got samples. Later on, folks, ma'am, sir, I'll, you're going to be able to choose whichever flakes you want to go with. Then what happens, we scrape everything down, take off the remaining flakes, and we seal it with a polyaspartic polyurethane clear coat that goes over. What that does is, one, it's uh, a lot more durable than epoxy. So durable, you can pretty much drive a forklift on it. Um, it's going to give you the, the, the beautiful shine, clean shine that you're looking for to open up the color of the flake, uh, as well as it's going to seal the flake and protect it from staining. Uh, it's going to protect it from cracking. Polyaspartic is your kind of strong top coat. Uh, and that's why we can give you a warranty on it because of how durable it is. Um, then after that's done, you know, you'll be able to, you know, six to eight hours, you're good to walk on it. You know, the next day, next day and a half, you could drive the car over it and you're fine. No tire marks or anything like that. You are good to go. Then after that, which color options would you like? Just go, you know, just try and jump straight to the close, open up, you know, my, the, the bag that I had the, the, the different flake samples in. And I kind of give it to them. Usually at that point, husband and wife are kind of looking at each other and, you know, going over the different, oh, I like this one. I like that one. I like, you know. Um, and then, you know, I try and give them a quote on the spot. Usually for the most part, you know, I just show them the calculations and then I'm doing a calculation on my phone and then show it to them, this is what you're looking at, including, you know, tax, material, labor. And I, and I, and I re, you know, reinstate that, that includes everything and the whole entire process and, and everything. Then sometimes either you get a reaction like, oh, that's a lot. Other times you get a reaction of like, uh, you know, oh, you know, that's uh, that's not, you know, okay, we'll think about it, you know, which means it's it's too much. You know, they're not happy with it. And then you kind of, if, if it's an objection, I kind of try and throw something in like, uh, you know, I, I understand, you know, I but the, the products that we use are, you know, I go back to selling them the finished product and what it is and how it's going to add value to their home and stuff like that. You got to remember a lot of this stuff too. It, it's, it's, um, well, I, I try and remember that it's a, it's a want, not a need, you know, nobody need nobody needs to get this done. So I kind of just, you know, add the value of how good it's going to look and how yeah. it's going to turn their. So, so, so a lot of this dude, you know, and I'm listening to this, you know, and I'm saying everything with all due respect, because I want you to be successful. I want you to get these sales because you need mm -hmm. sales to grow. You need to capitalize on your marketing. You are way too project focused, man. This is a different language. Everything that you just said to me, even though I'm in the painting business, mm -hmm. what you were saying to me, man, I couldn't even picture. I couldn't even understand. Not mm -hmm. because I don't care. Not because, but it's like, I'm a consumer. You're the professional. Don't overdo it. Right. If you're going in and you're, you're doing that, 
you're speaking a different language. They don't care. Right. <laughs> Being honest, brother. 100%. Yeah. I've been doing this long enough to know they don't, they don't care. They just need to know it's going to be done right. They don't yeah. care about the logistics. They don't care about the scientifics. They don't care about the polyaspartics. They probably never heard the word. Yeah. And they get the guy coming in from the neighbor who's putting H and C color top. Yeah. Right. And you're over here giving the optimum white glove. Not wrong. Nothing wrong with that. You need to, you need to change the approach. The first thing is no one sees colors until there's a check in your hand. Okay. Right. You start opening up the bag of flakes. Everything you just said, that's like dessert, man. You know, everything you just said and the focus that you tried to build, that's like selling a car and then be like, hey, you know what? Before I show you the numbers, let's go back into the car. Right, <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? Because the, the focus is gone. I sold cars too. So, you know, I can relate to you, you know, and, and it's like, no, you sit here and we're going to do this first and then you can go back to your car and then we'll talk about what you want it to look like. Okay. So the thing about it is, is that like, there's a, there's a couple of things that I'm, that I'm gathering from this and it's like the sales process needs to be refined 100% simplified. Okay. But the reason why I want to say that is because as I'm listening to your sales process, I could tell that naturally you are not focusing on the customer as much as you're focusing on the actual project. Right. And in any sales interaction, that's not going, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's not going to allow you to separate from the competition. Because when they look at the other competition, they're looking at two documents rather than two people. You know, right. they're looking at two, two numbers. And naturally, if you know, they think that the other person is going to do a good job and it's going to last and it's a third of your price and you didn't do anything special and you didn't really focus on their true desire, then what makes you worth paying more? Nothing really. And you're going to keep battling this and battling this and battling this. Eventually you're going to hit people, maybe one out of seven that just say yes, because they have the expendable income. They don't feel like getting more estimates. Everything you say sounds great and they trust you and you're going to get that. And don't allow that to be the thing that you lock in as, you know, this is working because you need to be picking up those, those stragglers along the way in order to build your business. You can't rely on those. So for me, when I'm looking at your sales process, the first thing is, is that the first question you should have when you walk in the door is why do you want this done? Because what that's going to do, it's going to open up really the, the true desire of what they want, right? Everyone has a true reason why they want it done. Right. right, right. So maybe it's like, I had it in my old house. That is it. Have you ever heard that before? Uh, you're, 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 you're kind of, you haven't done too many, but I, I bet you'll hear that. I had it in my old house and I loved it. Right. Right. Okay. Can I ask you a question? Just curious. Did it ever peel? Right. Because yeah. you asked why now, you know, something different that you can utilize all of your great information for. Right. Right. Oh, it peeled. Okay. Well, let me ask you a question. Did you park in your garage a lot? You did. And you lived in Florida. Oh my goodness. Do you know the newer cars have emulsions in the tires that can break down water-based epoxy, sir? Mm -hmm. See? So it's like, you know, that's why that happened. Right. So in other words, like what you really need to do is ask why, obviously there's going to be a finite amount of reasons why brother, it's either going to be, they had it in their old house. They saw someone that had it. It looks good. They want to freshen up the garage. Okay. Right. Or they are into cars, hobbyists, 
um, they want to do a workshop, whatever that is, right? So if right. you're a hobby, hey, I actually, I'm planning on, you know, doing some hobbies in the garage. Oh, okay. So you need something that's going to be extremely durable, right? Right, right. Right. Actually, I just want to change the look of the garage. Why are you going into polyaspartic and all this stuff to somebody that just wants to change the color of the floor, bro? Yeah. I mean, it's more of like, you know, reason why it's, I understand. You know, I understand, but just hear me out because you got to understand that you got to first figure out what the reasons are and you should have four or five different sales approaches for those reasons. You're going to find the right people that want all of that information, but don't think that everyone wants all that information. Right. Some people just, some people just, you know, want, want to know that it's going to look good and that's so, it. I'm Sally. I saw my neighbor had it. I think it would be cool to have a beautiful gray garage floor, right? Yeah. Okay. So you're the professional. I just want you to change the color of my floor, right? So when you go in there, obviously there's going to be heavy emphasis on after we're done today, if you, do, if you decide to, to hire me, we're going to go over color chips. And then not only that, what we include in every garage floor renovation is we're going to paint the walls in the garage absolutely free. And we're going to go over those colors as well, right? You don't yeah. have to do that for everyone. Value add, right? right, right. Value add, right? So when it comes to want-based services, you really need to be creative. You really need to think like through like, okay, let's list out all the reasons. I want this because I want the look. I need this because I'm a hobbyist. I want this because I had it before. Did it peel? Yes or no? Oh, it didn't peel. Great. So was it hundred percent solids? What's that? Oh, well, you see, so it's yep, like, you really, you know what I mean? So, so that's my, that's my, my best advice is to first identify, you know, what that deep desire is, identify who you're dealing with and then adjust your approach based on those things. Okay. Um, when it comes to, uh, the, the price, you know, the price thing, first of all, early on in your business, and this is something that I did, you know, right now you have heavy costs going on. I mean, you spend a lot of money, right. right. But don't worry about that right now. It's an investment in your business. You got to look at it like this. Most important thing you need is reps. You need jobs. Like, you know, so if you can find that sweet spot number, just like when you guys negotiated cars, negotiate the price of your, you know, your epoxy. Have you been doing that at all? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, obviously there's a certain threshold you're not going to go under, but really, you know, if you have a guy that's hungry and wanting to work, you know, the goal for you would be to get that guy full time. Really, you know, even if you're making, you know, just a little bit, maybe 20% on each job, at least you're keeping that guy busy every day. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's like you, you can, you have the luxury to raise your prices when your schedule's full. So just right. keep that in mind. It's like, dude, like just get the machines working, get the process down, get the system good. You know, and it's like, don't be worried too much about hitting home runs. You'll know when you're going to hit a home run. Obviously you're going to come in strong, you know, um, and then choose, you know, who you give that discount to. Third thing, your, 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 your process. I think you should come up with the five point process, something so easy. It's like bullet points of how you do it. I am not saying, do not explain what you do. There's value there. First of all, just understand I'm explaining to you to make sure that you give that to the right people. Right. But, right I'm saying, yep. But all in all, a five point process is enough to win someone over. Because the reality is when you get to know people, just like in cars, man, I probably told you, you know, like get to know what they're interested in, get to know their likes, talk about, spend more time. I call it the 595 rule. And the rule is simple. And, and this is just what I teach. And this is what I've done. Spend 5% of the time talking about the project. Spend 95% of the time 
talking about the customer's likes, loves, and interests, what, why they want the job done, and then spend the rest of the time building value and creating solutions to those things. Because the project itself is, it, you're going to get compared to, you know, and it's like, ultimately, especially with you doing it, really, you're doing it the right way. Polyaspartic, 100% solids. There is no doubt that you're doing it the right way. The average consumer has a really tough time justifying it, unless you find something different to really build value on, you know, and it's like, you know, you're running into that, you know, your price is probably double, sometimes maybe even triple than what they're getting from a painter. Is that true? Well, for me, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If there's a lot of, yeah, like, you know, there's a lot of people that just kind of hire someone like Rustoleum and do it, you know, them. Right. Like you said. Right. And it's like, you know, again, some people are not your customer. And again, I deal with people like that too. But again, it's just, you know, it's just like, you know, you want some sort of consistency in how you win these jobs. And if you right. have a dialed in approach of how you build value based off of certain, you know, wants and needs, next time you go to a job, just ask why, just sit there for five minutes hearing what, why they want it done. And then you're going to really just be able to pivot to, to, you know, capitalize on what, you know, on what their desire is, and then utilize that as a way to, to build value. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. No, I appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? Again, take away the colors. Do not do the colors until I, I used to do that. I used to, bro, I used to run to the paint store and do samples before yeah. we even sold the job right and they're like all right well you just got got us eight samples we're going to think about it we're going to look at the colors it just creates confusion you know right. so i've had you know so so on the sales side man you know that that's probably my best advice you know I, I hope that helps um you know any other areas man hiring seems that you seem to have that down you don't really need a rush of employees right away um, no it's just really you know what you, what you were telling me but you know it's really just um you know i have everything set up it's really just closing jobs you know closing deals yeah. and stuff what do you think your ratio is uh, I'd say about 50%. About 50%? Yeah. It's pretty good. You know, I mean, you know, it's, you know, it's pretty good, but I think that you feel like something's missing, right? You're leaving the house a little too often with people that you you feel like you've, you've won over, but for some reason, once they see that price, it's like, you know, right, right, it's right, just right. kind of, it's deflating, right? Yeah, definitely. Yep. Um, you know, a question I always like is, have you ever hired a professional garage coding company before? You know, I think you should get comfortable using that question simply because they'll say, well, oh, well, we had our garage floor painted. Oh, you had it painted. Yeah. Was it, was it, by, <laughs> yeah, right. a, was it by a house painting company? Oh, well, yeah. Was, you know, oh, okay. Would you like me to explain the difference? Sure. You know, well, let me ask you, did it peel? Did you see oil stains? You know, did it, you know, let me ask you this. Did the broadcast of the flakes look like this? You yes. need to do that, bro. The, if you've seen uh, painting, companies who do garage floors and how they broadcast flakes versus what you probably you do got you do a heavy broadcast right full, uh, full, 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 full broadcast. floor right yeah. so again like you know those samples are going to be crucial like you said you have them you know the whole time you're talking to somebody you should have that sample in your hand for them to be glancing at the whole time yep you know glancing at it just just looking at it because that's going to be that's almost like test driving the car you know with right. us in house painting we don't really have that luxury you know, simply because, you know, it's like, you know, what are we going to show them as piece of siding maybe, but it's like, you know, we're selling the big picture, show that broadcast, man, you know? Um, and then I would honestly, dude, I don't know, just giving you some more, some more ideas, get a Rust-Oleum, paint a sample of that with a crap broadcast on it, <laughs> you know? And yeah, it's like, no, absolutely. this is what you don't want. This is what we do. Right. You know what I'm saying? 
Another upgrade that you could do, and again, I like value propositions. I think the value propositions are a great way to encourage people to move forward. So when you sold cars, let me ask you, did anyone ever negotiate getting the windows tinted? No, not really. But really? It, well, Florida, oh, it's, yeah, we're in Florida. Yeah. Here in Florida, it's like, yeah, oh, we need the windows tinted, right? So, yeah, yeah. so a really good little add-on that you could do is uh, floor mats, right? So for their car tires. So to protect the, you know, to protect the epoxy. So let's say the cost of that for you is 300 bucks. Utilize that as negotiation leverage. Say, listen, if you allow me to earn your business today, I'll even throw a set of industrial grade floor mats for your car tires. So mm-hmm. you can protect the epoxy a little bit better. How does that sound? Right. Got to be creative, man. I think your car sales background is going to help you with this tremendously. Yeah, I think you you know you definitely mentioned some good points. You kind of want to sell, um, you know, get get to know the you know ask them more questions, you know, instead of because a lot of them they don't know the logistics of the actual processes yeah. and this and that, you know. Yeah, it's not that they it's not that it's not valuable. It's very valuable what you're doing. It's just that don't assume that the average consumer like really needs to know the logistics. It's cool to know, but it's not like you have an engineer. When you get an engineer. He's going to want to know every bit of that. He's going to want to know the more, you know, all you got to say, Hey, I checked the moisture. It's good. One of our biggest concerns is that, you know, we want to make sure that it doesn't peel. If this garage peels, we're in trouble. Now, do you offer a warranty? Yeah. 15 year. 15 years. Yeah. 15 years. Actually the manufacturer for it does a lifetime warranty, but I I, I just can't. No, you I don't can't want to call when you're, when you're freaking 60, you know? Yeah, I can't. It's not, <laughs> like, so. I'm out of the business. I sold it, you know, for 10 minutes. <laughs> right. Right. So um, do you have anything physically tangible um, that you're bringing to the estimate? Um, so I have a, a, a actual, you know, uh, 12, you know, 12 inch, you know, one by one. Okay. Um, just basically showing, you know, a, a flake floor. Okay, cool. So a really good, yeah. I mean, just, you know, anything tangible helps. I would invest in a, uh, in a uh, sales folder, you know, of just like some branding, you know, there's uh, companies that'll set, set that up. You actually go to a sign shop. So if you go to a sign shop and tell them that you want um, like a sales folder, you know, they'll, they'll help you design the whole thing. They'll put your branding, a why buy, um, just warranty the difference between polyaspartic and because you got to realize, man, like, think about it like this. When you come and do that estimate, you know, you're building that rapport, you're talking to them in the, in the garage, you're doing all that fun stuff. And it's like the whole time you're thinking price, 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 price. And then you're over here talking about all of those great value points that like, they're not listening to as much as they would probably want to. So having something on that paper about what's the difference between polyaspartic and water-based coating, like, you know, so again, like, again, I think, although you're really good at this, you've invested physic on the physical things, you know, in terms of like the things you need for your business, take the time to really invest in that sales folder and that education. So when you leave, you have some ammo there, right? Right. We do this with drip jobs. So you've probably heard me say it on my podcast a lot, but you could do that on a digital, in a digital fashion, right? So in other words, like with drip jobs, we can drip out communication to customers after we send them a quote. So in other words, like if we want to create a link that takes them to something like that, what's the difference between polyaspartic and water-based, you know, it'll take them to a digital version of that. So in any case, you know, one way or another, it's really good to send some value afterwards instead of just, Hey, have you thought about, you know, buying from us, right? It's like, Hey, you know, did you, get a chance to review the difference between polyaspartic and, you know, whatever. So right, right, different right. Things okay. 
any other questions, man? Anything I can hit on for you? Um, no, pretty much, uh, you know, just, uh, you gave me some good feedback there. Um, just, uh, you know, what should I, what should I expect in the next, uh, couple months? You know, you gotta understand the cons. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, like from what I see, man, you're, you're going to be successful. Don't, don't stress in terms of like, um, whether or not that's going to happen. There's a market for it. I think customer service is what's going to make the difference. I think if you just refine your sales process, you're going to find a way no matter what, you don't really need many jobs. You know, I think that, um, the, the, you know, you have some, some leaders in the industry helping you that have done this. I think it would be wise for you to maybe see if you can visit one of these leaders, go to their, you know, go to their freaking shops, man, see what they're doing. I'm sure all, any of them would be willing to share that with you. Um, you know, there's people that are successful in this, you know, so it's not a matter of like, if it's just a matter of when, um, but I, I think a concept that you should really understand is speed to lead. I think that again, with a want based um, service, you got to realize that it's usually an emotional thing right off the bat when they submit that request, right? It's like, that would be cool. And then the thoughts start to creep in of, well, I don't know how much that's going to cost. I don't really need that. My, my great granddaughter, my granddaughter, you know, could use that money more than my, you know, garage floor, you know, you have all these thoughts that will start creeping in, um, for that, you know, so it's just important that as soon as that lead comes in, you get them on the phone or you send out an automation text or email to get them converted to that appointment, sell that appointment, which I think you understand that pretty well. Um, but again, it's just like, it's vital. It's going to be vital for the garage. So here's, here's a quick question for you. So I'm getting actually, you know, I, I did a little boost on Facebook, you know, spent a couple Good. bucks on it, you know, yeah. and I got some, I got some messages, you know, just quote two car garage. Thanks. Oh, yeah. how much is a two car garage? Thanks. Yep. So I, so, so my standard response is, oh, you know, nice to meet you. You know, of course, depending on, you know, many factors, we got to take a look at your floor, yada, yada, you know, we got to see yep. it in person, this and that. As soon as I say that, you know, and ask them what's your availability, you know, what's the best number to reach you at so you can schedule an appointment or something sure. like that. Sure. Um, go blank. Sometimes you don't even hear from them. Sure. Is that normal? It's normal. I mean, of course, you know, people just want that quick price. You know, um, I think you can make it a little bit easier, you know, with a booking link, you know, Drip Jobs has it. You know, it's one of those things where you just send a link and say, hey, awesome. Next steps. Just fill out this form and we'll be uh, we'll be in touch. Right. You know, it's like, like just, yeah, great. Next steps. Awesome. Like you're creating friction with that response. It's like, that's not what they wanted. You know, they wanted that price. Awesome. Next steps. Just fill out this form so we can get your information. We'll get your price. And yep. they're filling out a request form for an estimate. <laughs> I don't think that that'll work on everybody, but the, you know, law of averages, you might scoop some up, it ex but expect that if you want quick quotes going out, you can pitch virtual estimate and you can do it. I mean, just if you really want to do it, if you, if you have people that you sent that to that didn't respond to you and it's been a week, freaking send them an estimate. Be like, Hey, this is what it would be. You know, yeah. why not? Then, right. Right. And then if you see cracks and stuff like that and you can yeah, just, you know, actually... absolutely brother, just go yeah. in and be like, Hey, you know, this is what it would be. Um, I've obviously give me some leniency here. If there's cracks that need to be filled and things, you know, we'll, we'll have to charge for it, but you know, do you have time for a quick phone call? And I'll go over it with you over the phone. That's probably better. Just be like, Hey, do you have time? Yep. You know, I, I have, you can be like, Hey, we worked up an estimate for you. Can you chat on the phone for five minutes? At least give yourself a chance to talk on the phone. Right. Cause you can win yep. someone over a little bit better. Right. Right. Definitely. Yep. Yeah.
just do just try things man like that's what i've done just try things if it doesn't work it doesn't work if it does it does sticks try it again you know you're gonna have to like do that for survival probably for the first year you're gonna get a bunch of random people you're not gonna be really respected because you don't have the reviews yet once you start building relationships builders aren't your aren't your move by the way yeah no right no new movers are if you can find a way to market to new movers best time to do it is when they first move in bro you know yeah. this they don't want to buy it from the builder because they're already in the, they're already in the spending phase they're already they're there. already they're already in the spending phase that's good and bad but you know the 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 thing is is like they don't want uh the, they don't want the builder they don't want to give the builder any more money right they're they're know. tapped down on the builder but they do want it done um you know so i think um it's just one of those things uh that you should probably find a way to market to new movers. Um, there's there's uh, direct mail companies that you can hire to do this. Obviously, it's all public information whenever someone buys a house um, or moves into one. Um, but yeah, you know, it's just one of those things. Right. No, that's definitely, that's definitely a, a good idea. Yeah. There. yeah. So um, yeah, with that said, man, you know, just, just, just throwing a bunch of ideas at you. You're still fresh at this. I'd love to chat with you again, man. If you ever want to come back on once you get some, some different, uh, experience you know utilize like if i could recap man when you go into an estimate the first thing you want to say is hey so just what's the story why do you why do you want this done you know just be much more relaxed right it's like you're the professional let them tell you why everyone's got a desire behind what they want and then use that information to 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 get information that your competitor is not going to get because many people don't ask that question you know they go in and do exactly what you did, which is natural. Go in, hey, you're 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 talking to the floor, right? You're on the floor with the with the water thing, like you're working it, you know. And it's like, look at the customer. That's what that's what that's who's paying you, you know. It's like if yep. they have questions, they're gonna ask. But you find out some little hot points. Like again, I guarantee you, if they've had it done before, that's why it's important. Ask that question. Have you ever had this done before? Have you ever hired a professional garage coding company? No, would you like me to explain to you a little bit of the difference between us and a painting company? See? Yep, definitely. Right. So this way you know what like you the things that you want to say, at least you know they're not falling on deaf ears. They're interested in that. Like you have a lot that you could talk about. So it helps you dial in also the value points. Do you want to know the difference between polyaspartic and water based? No, you don't. Perfect. I'm, cool. You know, you know, here's just scratch this thing that I brought. That'll tell you the difference between Rust-Oleum <laughs> and, uh, you know, you save a lot of time that way. Just knowing what to talk to them about, but you're just selling in the right direction. So it's like, you know, I look at it like this, man. It's like, you know, the race cars, you know, you can see the green light. It goes like, you know, red, yellow, green, right. It's like, that's our goal is to like, just have those like that, that flow going through. We don't want to say things that throw people off. Like imagine me as like an old lady and my husband, I don't know why I always make myself the freaking old lady. I'm the husband with the old lady and I'm in a retirement community. You come in. I've never even heard the word polyaspartic before. I wasn't even thinking about the differences between that, nor do I care. And then you tell me, and it kind of confuses me, right? So it kind of makes me kind of question, you know, like, should I ask the other guy about that? that we, that we, you know, should I hold on? We can't buy from you right now. We got some more thinking to do. These people aren't in a rush, yeah. you know? So if there's nothing but green lights, because you've pretty much said everything that they want to hear, it's like, there's no reason why they wouldn't buy. Right. Right. You know, so you got to play that. You got to be strategic on the sales side, man. That's the game you're playing. Yep. Cool.
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'll definitely, you know, I'll definitely work on those kind of things and, uh, you know, definitely love to, you know, give you yeah. feedback on it later on. One more area before I go is that if you get people that are moving in, right, if you, they tell you, hey, we got to get it done quick, you know, the whole emphasis shouldn't be on the on the garage floor. It should be how soon you can get Timing. it done. Right. It's like, you know what I'm saying? That, that analogy right there should showcase to you why everything that I said is so valuable because like, you know, they're not, they're not, they don't care. They just want it done before the movers come. So it's like, all right, awesome. Yeah. Just so you know, if you hire me, uh, I will move a job out of the way that I know is a little more flexible and we'll get yours done. In other words, they'll tell you how to sell them. Exactly. Your customer will you yeah. know, tell you how to sell them lead you right to the sale, you know, and, yeah. and, and it's not the case for everybody, but we're going to at least try, right. We're going to go in with some strategy. You know, some people just care about price. There's nothing we can do there, right. If they only care about price, dude, they're not your customer. Don't sweat it. You know, yeah. with the cool thing is with you hiring a marketer. And I think, I think they promised 50 leads. That yeah. So, yeah. you know, hopefully you get 50 good opportunities, you know right. what I'm saying? So if that's the case, then, uh, you know, then you'll be in good shape. Yep. Definitely. So, all right, my friend. So, uh, yeah, we'll touch base again, hopefully soon. And if you have uh, anything I can help with, man, let me know, please. Sounds good. Thank you, Tanner. Hey, you're welcome, brother. Thank you. Hey, guys, thanks so much for listening to that business breakthrough. So uh, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to transition this episode to a testimonial. That's right. So uh, one of our awesome Drip Jobs users was kind enough to do a short testimonial for us. I asked him some questions that I'm sure a lot of us have about what Drip Jobs is. Is it valuable? So if you would like to sit and listen to this, I'd appreciate it. You can sit, hang around, and hear what one of our very happy clients has to say about Drip Jobs for his business. What's up, everyone? I'm here with Chris Rodriguez. Um, he's here to share a little bit about Drip Jobs and what it's been doing for him. Um, I'll start off by saying, just give me some raw, authentic thoughts about it, man. What's it doing for you? Honestly, it's been huge for us. Um, the biggest thing I've found is how much free time I've gotten now. Like it's opened up a lot of time, not only in my business, but in my personal life. So that's been huge with like the automation, with follow-ups and things like that. And also on top of that too, you know, the experience that it gives our customers, you know, how professional it looks from the beginning all the way to the end. You know, we, we really pride ourselves in the experience that we give to our customers too. So it's been perfect for us. You getting any feedback from your customers about it? Oh yeah. Tons. Every time, like, I feel like three out of every five customers, you know, come back to us and be like, Oh my God, I can't believe like how professional that was. Or, you yeah. know, you got back to us so quick, like the system's so cool and easy. Yeah, it makes it easy. You know, one thing that we we try to do is connect you to the customer in a way that where you almost feel like we work for you, you know, <laughs> that's yeah. how it is, you know, and, uh, you know, that's cool, man. So you have the uh, so you have the automation set up. What is the um, you know, what what is the feedback in terms of the automated drips after you send a proposal out? Right. So like you send a proposal out, drip job shoots out drip messages for the course of like a month. Have you won any jobs from it or people responding to them at the very least? <clears throat> Yeah, I told I totally have. Um, I've actually, it's funny. It works so good that sometimes I forget about jobs that we've sent out, and then I get a message back from somebody. I'm like, yeah. oh man, that, that was like two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I found that a lot of uh, people have been responding back. We've been getting a lot more jobs from that. And that's where we really were lacking before drip jobs. When before you signed up for drip jobs, I think you probably heard about it, right? Yeah. It, there was some apprehension, of course, new software, 
what is a piece of advice you have to anyone that I show this to or, or put this soundbite into uh, to them? Maybe they're on the fence. Maybe they think they have a good system. They're using Joist or uh, some of the other estimating software. Yep. What advice you'd give to them? Yeah, that was, uh, that was totally me. Um, I was using one of those cheaper softwares. I was on the fence, you know, a little more money, smaller business, you know, do we really need something like that? And I'm in the mindset now that it's the total opposite. Like if you're a smaller business, like you definitely need something like this. That's what I said. Like, yeah, it, it definitely, um, cause I'm like an owner operator, so I'm still in the field. So it's like almost impossible to work all day and give back to everybody. Yeah. So you know, implementing this has been huge. It saves so much time for us. Like it, it's a no brainer. I think like, if you're on the fence, definitely do it. And you'll thank Tanner and myself later. <laughs> yeah, thank you, brother. Are you sending the uh, booking link to people that call you? I am now. I saw that you did that and I was like, Oh, that button knows? there? You saw we put the button there? No, I didn't see the button. There's a button. Yeah. On the, on the app, it says new request at the bottom. Yeah. All you got to do is tap it, punch in the number, and it shoots them a text message with your link. Oh, wow. See, that, yeah. that's another thing I love about it, too. It's like it starts off as a great system, but you keep improving it, and it just yeah, gets better and better and better. Bringing it. And I love that because it's so easy. And, and just for anyone listening, what that does, someone calls you typically like it used to be, all right, what's your first name, last name, email, phone number, address, and you're trying to get all this information. You write it down somewhere. Or you type it in your calendar. But now we just give you a link to send them and they fill it out. It goes into drip jobs in the right spot, creates an appointment request and sends them a text and an email in seconds. And uh, you can get back to doing what you're doing. And you being an owner operator right now, you're in a vehicle. You're probably going to estimates or checking on a yep. job. Like you don't have time for all that, man. So, you know, that's cool. Yeah. I'm, glad it's, it's, I'm glad it's working. Out. Yeah, dude, it, it works so good. I think I, I, when we met at the PC, I kind of told you, like I was on vacation with my family, you know, at Disney World, about to get on a ride with my daughter and two leads came in. Normally, you know, I have to call them back real quick. I got on the ride with her, got off and Drip Jobs already followed up with them and they booked both the appointments. You oh know? man, that's crazy, bro. <laughs> yeah, that, that time to me is invaluable. That's huge because you would have had to say, hold on, I got to go take care of these leads real quick because you know you were getting charged for them. Right. And you had to step away from your family in that moment, call them. Now, if they didn't answer, you would have had this feeling like, damn, like I got to now that would have been on your head. Yeah, exactly. Well, time I've been there. Um, yep. And then this thing followed up with them instantly. It's almost like you had an office admin in the office while you were at Disney. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> and uh, yep. it was handling business for you. And uh, you didn't yep. have to text her or him to be like, uh, hey, follow up with that lead. <laughs> yep exactly so that that right there is just the value is crazy like it's priceless right there is one of the best testimonials i've ever heard and i've been doing this sort of system for a while but when it became drip jobs that was a good one right there man i appreciate it yeah that. no no problem man it's i love it <laughs> thank you brother for your support anyone listening to this please take heed to chris's advice he was most in most cases just like you i think he has a business breakthrough that you could go listen to on the podcast somewhere. But thanks, bro. I appreciate you. Yeah, no problem. All right, man.